gotta be the, the theme from Roots. I gotta use that for <laughs> some sort of like woke some uh, uh woke nigga update or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> woke nigga moments. <laughs> or too woke, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so woke they actually fucking in a coma. Like these niggas. <laughs> they so woke you don't see none of the shit they talking about because they too woke you don't understand. <laughs> you don't even understand black man you every time every time you put gas in your car <laughs> you doing what the white man wants you to do <laughs> what think <laughs> <laughs> right. so woke he ain't never took a nap never took a nap I ain't I ain't never sleep. <laughs> Nigga, that's why you crazy. <laughs> Too woke. You that's go why you crazy. out your goddamn mind. You out your goddamn mind because you've been woke too long. <laughs> <laughs> Take a nap, nigga. <laughs> Shit, I know. Snooze. Hit the snooze button right. on that bullshit. I know if I, if I stay woke too long, I'm insane. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Everybody shut up Everybody shut up Everybody shut up It's too loud in here Turn the lights off What <laughs> go, go take a nap Go, go take a nap Go take a nap Alright <laughs> Alright You ready Oh turn your other camera on One of your cameras is off What's that Oh uh, My my. I haven't started recording Hold on Okay. All right, I'm rolling. <clears throat> All right, here you go. I think um, you need to say clearly what happened. Who gives a fuck? I can't be personally kick Candace Owens and her stinky cray cray. I know this is going to be a lot of people. Okay. Let's keep this shit funky. Yes, yes, y'all. What's happening? Welcome to another episode of the Unpopular Opinion Show. I am T Storm, and as always, joined by my brother. The one and only DJ Mike Swift. What's happening, family? Nothing much. So here's the thing. I am not the one, the only. Oh, there okay. is another DJ Mike Swift. Uh-huh. Uh, last check, he was in New Orleans on one of the radio stations out in New Orleans. How do I know this? Because when I set up my website, I would get people hitting me up for bookings all the time in new orleans and i was always sending messages like yo i'm not that dude i'm not that dude oh wow. seems like a great dude i've uh, never heard him play seems like a nice guy and all so what's up to the other dj mics we out in the inner new orleans baby what's happening there folk what's up there woody i know not folk is atlanta what's happening there uh what's happening there woody i learned folk it, like these are okay so i've i've uh being in radio, I've moved to a few markets. Atlanta was one. Born and raised in New York City, but I spent time in Atlanta. Um, I was in Pittsburgh. Um, in Tampa Bay, Florida. What's up to folks in Sarasota? What's happening? Um, and Chicago. I, but I spent a lot of time, a lot, probably about the other half of my career was in Atlanta, right? Um mm-hmm. And so I picked up all the slang and shit from 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 Atlanta, right? And it's so it's like a second nature. So I got to Chicago, and I was <laughs> um, Frankie Robinson. Shout out to my sister Frankie Robinson. What's up, Frankie? 
um, she was doing a live on Facebook one day from the station. Right? We was at GCI. And uh, she was doing a live. And she was introducing me. I was in the background on her live. She said, oh, that's T-Storm. He's da 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 He's new here. da 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 And people on, on the live were, were, were messaging, hey, what's happening? I said, hey, what's happening, folks? Immediately the temper changed. It was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it started seeing these pitchforks go up. I'm like, what the hell did I just do? And Frank was like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, no, no, no. no. Face the shit out, out there. Yes. She was like, no, no, no. He don't know. He knew he stop. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I was like, what did I just say? <laughs> so I had to explain. Hey, listen, I was in Atlanta for a long time. That's part of, but I get it now. So. No, it's certain parts of Atlanta, or at least when I was growing up, it was certain parts of Atlanta that if you went into mm-hmm. and you said, what up, folk, you would get that same response. Really? So that that element had made its way from Midwest, whatever, down to the South back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Okay. Wow. Yeah, see, I yeah. didn't. I had no. I had that, no as soon idea. as you said it, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't say that shit in Chicago. <laughs> oh, no, no, not at all, not at all. St. Louis either, I think. I don't think you can say that shit in St. Louis either. I, I think it's uh, where, wherever, okay, what, it's, the, it's the Blackstone Rangers, and I forget the, I forget the other crew. It's gang-related or whatever, neighborhood, I, I, I forget, but... I was it? Uh, I think it was BGD. Yeah, uh, Black Gangster Disciples. Yeah, there you go. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I don't know which one is which. I know. Uh, I, I found out that um, if you tilt your hat one way, like to the left, that's one crew. If your hat is tilted to the other way, that's the other crew. I don't know which one is which. So I kept my hat straight, pretty much. You know what I mean? Exactly. Or straight backwards. <laughs> Gangster. <laughs> I ain't no gangster. I ain't got no gangster in me. No, not at all. <laughs> nah, I, I play basketball and play music. <laughs> but I, but I, I to... drink tea out of branded mugs. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Speaking of, so okay, so folks, we, we just giving a, a, a peek behind the curtain. I have such, I've had such a hectic week and day um my wife just moments ago um was chasing both the toddler and the dog around the house yelling and screaming like a mad woman um that someone might get choked today (laughs) wait please she wasn't she wasn't uh uh, saying who specifically would get choked just somebody and i don't think a choke a motherfucker kind of move and i don't think it would have been the dog or the child i was working out for myself <laughs> like hey be easy you know because out of, out of everybody i'm the one that could take it so <laughs> um Look, she, she didn't say uh i'm from a small town called choke a nigga out and you making me homesick, <laughs> homesick so she took them she took them both to the dog park to expend some energy but it's been crazy like that. Like it's you know it's I don't know what it is. Um, I, I, for those who have you know, if you haven't been keeping up with the show, keeping up with these conversations that we have, I, I got a dog for the family for the over the holidays. Um, full breed German Shepherd. He was two and a half months when I, when we got him. He is now four months. Um, 
and damn near as big as a full grown dog. He is a real like and got puppy energy, so he got you have to do stuff with him. Um, we're training him, we're still working, but he's still a puppy, so he's still doing and he'll eat damn near anything. But he loves um tackling the four year olds, <laughs> so they they have this thing back and forth where. Um, one of your cameras is stuck. Your your front for, for forward camera is stuck, Mike. Uh oh, I can you hear me? Oh wow, that was uh, okay. I don't know if you can hear me or not, Mike. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Technical uh, difficulties, folks. There you there go. All right. I don't know how much you heard or, or whatever. I just I looked up and you, and you had to you had to look like <laughs> I was like I'm like mother. He's either intently listening or stuck. One of the two. I didn't know Mike smoked stuck. weed. It was stuck and then it just dropped. Oh shit. <laughs> um, I've had that. I've, I've had that look on my face a few times. But in any case, um, so I forgot what I was saying. She took she took them to the to the dog park to you know burn some energy or whatever. Okay, so all that to say. Um, I don't know what we're talking about today. I got one subject. I got one thing uh, uh, that was just funny to me. Um, on the day that we're recording this, um, it's Saturday. This evening, the premiere of Wendy Williams' um, biopic drops, as well as her "What a Me- uh, What the Mess" um, documentary, back to back. On um, is it Lifetime? I believe it's on Lifetime. It's one of those girl channels. I think it's lifetime last week it was salt and pepper which uh we could talk about that because my god it was good but the pettiness of leaving spinderella out is kind of weird you know what i mean i didn't see it um and i remember i think it was a couple of years ago spin it came out and was and said something about how they just kind of shook her off Mm-hmm. Just in general, and I'm like, how do you you can't do that, right? Like she was a part of Salt and Pepper, right? When I remember being young growing up, and you know, you do the thing like, which one would you date, or which one you like? And, and my whole crew was like, spin, Cinderella, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody was like, spin. So it's like you you can't leave her out. Yeah, it's it's really weird because I, I guess th- what they've been saying about it. First of all, I enjoyed the I, I enjoyed the mini move the, the movie. You know, it was. It was cool to see them tell their story um, from their perspective, from their point of view, their own their own way. That was cool. Um, but again, back on as far as leaving Spinderella out of the narrative, like she's like she has somebody she's represented in the film, but um, like a minimum, like she, you know, what I'm saying like she almost like she wasn't very important to the group at all. It's, it's how it comes across, which is um, crazy to me. Yeah. Um, and I remember reading something because I, I haven't watched it, but I remember reading something um, where Salt was having issues with them making the, 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 the joint because they wanted to talk about her husband and her marriage and all of that. Right. And she was like, nope. She wanted to keep that um, completely out. Yeah. Yeah. She, she shut that down. Um, And then it's it's a, a connection or as the story goes, I don't know how true it is. Between Spin, Salt and Pepper, and Wendy Williams, the story is that 
Salt and Pepper, because you know they had that other chick that was the DJ first before Spinderella. But there was the first Spinderella. Yeah. So she was out mm-hmm. and they were looking for a DJ to replace her. Mm-hmm. And they were looking at Wendy Williams. They offered it up to Wendy Williams mm. and she turned it down. Okay. And moved on to become, you know, the right. Wendy Williams of media that she is today. Right. But that's that's the, how the story goes. I don't know how true it is. Okay. I've heard Wendy Williams tell some version of that story. And I've seen some version of that story told mm-hmm. before, um, and they only vary slightly different. The, the, the variance between the two is only slight. Okay. Um, so yeah. there's probably some truth there, but who knows? It was interesting to see them like, you know, some I understand you, you reveal what you want people to know. But if you're telling your story, tell your story. You know what I mean? Right. So. Um, to try, you know, to erase some portions feels a, a bit weird. Um, and what I took away from it is watching, like watching it, um, Herbie Lugbug, who was the producer, the who initially put the group together, right? Um, he, his relationship with Pepper, according to the story, was he, like he tried to minimize her role as well. Um, especially early on. Um, and it seemed like later on, Salt and Pepper, or both of them, kind of did to Spinderella what Herb was doing to them. Mm. It, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's what it, it kind of felt like. That's what, it, that's what I got from it. I was like, that's weird. If you didn't like it done to you, why would you do that to, you know what I mean? Granted, she wasn't a founding member from the very very beginning of the group okay she came in okay one album she was she wasn't on one album right but she i mean she toured you know i'm saying she she learned she she practiced and learned her craft i understand she when she came in she wasn't a very experienced dj but she you know she took it seriously enough to where she's actually pretty decent dj these days right um and she's on like she's has vocals on records like her voice her verse on what a she has a verse on what a man, she has a verse on what, what oh the what what's the what's the what's the line when she be like well that's not it it's in in what a yeah, man yeah. that's Spinderella's verse that's one of the most memorable verses <laughs> lines in the song um that and Shoop I think she's in Shoop also right is she in Shoop I think so yeah. I, I I I think she's in shoot. I'm not sure. I know um the, the one of the producers um Red, uh, Red Hot Lover Tone is on is on that record the, on the last verse when he goes he says something about um uh, six inches to a yard. Have you screaming like a retard? <laughs> <laughs> Which now you can't say. You can't say that. <laughs> they would they would be canceled for that that lyric right. if they put that record out now. But in any case, all that to say, it was just really weird to kind of see, you know, to see that play out. Like, oh, wow, they really, they really tried to, they rewrote history in this film here. Like, nah, it's been that matter. You didn't matter. It's weird to see people do that, right? Like, especially with, you know, folks that you grew up listening to and watching or whatever. And then you deal with them as you see them behaving like adult people or grown people or human beings, however you want to label that. But Mm -hmm. it's weird, right? Because to us, they're one unit. There right. is no separate people. And then, you know, I don't know. It's kind of like when, when, um, when, when Tretch and Vinny were beefing. 
Right. It's like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But they fig- I mean, they figured it out. I mean, I-, I guess they all, all the groups that we grew up listening to went through that and at some point. EPMD had a big split up and they figured it out and got back together. Same thing with Naughty by Nature. And, you know, it's human nature. I mean, and especially getting in the game at the ages that they got, and it was still kids. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we don't think about that. They were like 17, 18 years old. Right. They were still, you know, still figuring life out and learning to be adults in, you know, in a multi-million dollar industry, right? So, you know, I get it. But but to be 30 years in the game and still have a outlook like, nah, you don't really matter. <laughs> That's crazy. Just straight on some fuck you, girl. Yeah, yeah. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. You ain't shit. All them th- thirty years don't mean nothing. Nope. We went way down a rabbit hole about salt and pepper, mm-hmm. but that wasn't even the point. No, we were talking about the Wendy Williams joint. Yes, and uh, when Wendy's what fifty six at this point, almost sixty years old. She she on the and, better, she on the better part of fifty, and she she's just talking now. She just. <laughs> Oh my. She, she had the option of taking Lord. some of that to the grave with her and talking, and now Ooh. she's just talking. Now here's the uh, here's here's the weird thing about it. So okay, I, I don't. There might be some people on on the inner, in the inner circles that knew this already. I don't know, but she exposed that she had a one night stand. With Method Man of uh, Wu Tang, um, <laughs> which hold on, I'm trying to open my computer. I can't multitask. Apparently, I'm trying to get the image of that out of my mind. Is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> um, tell you what, I, if you hadn't heard this already, allow me to let you hear Wendy in her own words as she talked to DJ Sus one time. Shout out to Sus. What up, boy? Something else I wanted to talk about, but go ahead. You know, with that. the only thing I did, I, I smoked a blunt with Red Man, excuse me, with Method Man, um, um, while I gave him a bath, and it was a one night stand. And what? And he'll deny it, maybe not. You know, that wasn't in the movie. I it wasn't in the movie. It wasn't in the movie because Red Man, or excuse me, Method Man is still very angry at me. But what? Uh, the the Freudian slips of Red Man is it's, that's because I'm like. If that's coming up next, but it, um, I don't know for for being me. For t- why is Method Man angry at Wendy Williams? And the- that's that's what irritates. Like, look, here's the thing. I I have the I'm answer. Not, I'm not a Wendy Williams fan. I never have been. Okay. I respect her hustle. Um, but what bugs me is the whole. I, I don't. I don't know why he's mad at me. I don't. I don't know. Just me being me. Like, come on, stop it. You know why he mad. You absolutely know why. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't know, I remember very clearly um, she exposed while, while on radio um, here in New York that um, Method Man's wife was going through chemo at the time, it was, you know, and that pissed him off. As well it should have. Right. Um. Again, it came out and it was in the media. And then Wendy Williams said it first and then it spread out to the rest of the media um, outlets. And um, he talked about it. I remember Meth coming up to 
to the radio station in New York where she worked at the time was WBLS, um, coming up to see her about it. Um, and like he was like he was really pissed off, but meth in his own words. It was done by I'm gonna give you a, Wendy Williams did it. All right, her, she's the one that did it. You can attack me any way you want to. I'm in the entertainment business, but you don't attack my family, man. My wife ain't nothing to do with that, man. Had all nothing to do with that. You did not have to do that. Her family members didn't even know she was sick. We still live in our same community where we used to live at. The people that lived around us didn't know she was sick. Till you said that shit. Everybody looking at her, staring at her. You know how uncomfortable that makes somebody feel, especially somebody that's going through chemo? Stupid-ass bitch. Bad enough she didn't have her hair on her head. You think she wants people staring at her, pointing at her, talking about how sick she is? Uh, Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Well said, right? Like, you don't... You don't come for somebody's family, yeah. right? Like you don't you don't come for people's family like that. But yeah. I mean, look, let's be I, honest. I, I mean, I, she's I, always I doubt, been a bit of a mess, right? I doubt if it was ever malicious. It was more like you know trying to be. I mean, the whole spilling of tea is because of Wendy Williams. You know what I mean? Like the the gossiping. You know, all, all, she's always had an ear for stuff about entertainers and, and, you know, people tell her stuff, you know what I mean? Um, and she told it on the air, like, you know, and she's always had this no holds barred type delivery, you know, that it was entertaining. And you always felt like you were hearing something you weren't supposed to hear. Well, but then she can't throw up her hands and go, I, I don't know why he's mad. I don't know. She's just playing, right, stop it. Playing. Coin. Stop it. Right. So, it's it it's this I I was I don't remember who it was I was talking to but I've said this thing a couple of times I might have even said it on the show to your point of you don't think it was malicious so there is people tend to think of behavior in two ways I meant to do it or I didn't mean to do it I think there's a third way okay I I intended to not do it right so that third way means you move in such a manner that your behavior, you you are governing governing your behavior in a way that your intentions don't harm others. So you're not just out there doing things and then something happens and you go, oh, well, I'm, I meant to shit on you or no, I'm sorry, I, I shit on you and I didn't mean to do it, right? What was your intent? Did, did you intend to not, mm. right? So she could spill tea. She could do all of that. She could do the entertainment stuff, but she can't then go after his family and put his family's business out there and then say, oh, I I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't malicious. I didn't intend to do it. Well, you kind of did. You can move, you can still do your gig and move in a way where you don't hurt people's families. Right, right. I, I, I have to say, I'm a fan. Uh, Wendy, I'm a fan of Meth the Man as well, but I'm a fan of I mean, how she was able to move, how she moved to the position that she's in right now. Right, right. Um, and you know, I, I grew up in New York City. I I listened to her. <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember, I remember hearing her on um the the Jodeci album, doing the sketches on 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 Jodeci album. I don't remember that. She did. She was on Kiss FM back then. And she did like the uh, interlude with um 
with Jodeci on Diary of the Mad Band album, I believe it is. Okay. All right. Um, any case, um, she represents New York City radio. You get what I'm saying? Like she she was that she put her stamp on on how radio was done in New York. Um and I always found, you know, I always found it entertaining and, and and never quite nasty. People didn't like her if they were talking if you if you were one of the entertainers that she talked about, one, you wanted to be talked about, but two, if she exposed some information about you that you didn't want out there like that, it kind of is, it's, I don't know. You kind of handle it how you handle it. You know what I'm saying? Cause, um, in all these years, she's not gone nowhere. Oh, no, 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 no. She, she, look, I, she's a media giant at oh, yeah. this point. Right. I, I, I worked for, um, Fox, when her show got launched mm-hmm. and I think we were one of the test markets okay. for that show. And I remember, I remember being in a meeting and okay, I'll just say it. We were in a meeting. It was a bunch of white people. Okay. And none of them had ever heard of Wendy Williams. They didn't know who she was. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Oh, we're getting this new show the Wendy Williams show. It's, you know, it's probably going to be terrible, you know, da, 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 da. And then I said, Oh, I'm very familiar with who Wendy Williams is. I was like, it probably will be a very entertaining show. However, comma, (laughs) stand by the phones because some people going to be calling because she's she's going to say some stuff that, you know, in the South, you know, we're still the Bible belt and it's still some touchy, sensitive feelings about how you say things and do things on TV here. Um, We got a few calls, not a lot, but the show blew up like right out the gate. It just exploded. And. God, is, is she still doing that show? She's still on TV, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? I don't know what season this is, but she's been, I mean, all these years, she's, she transitioned from radio to TV successfully. Everybody wants that. Um, She did it. I'll put it to you this way. I don't know what season it is. I'm sure we could easily look it up, but I left, I left Fox in. 2011 and she had been on for several years before i left mm-hmm. we're in 2021 now <laughs> so yeah. she's been on tv for a long time long time long time so in any case i, I i'll tell her when rest in peace frankie crocker um another new york radio legend i mean not just new york a radio yeah yeah god if you're into radio um but definitely here in New York, in New York City, Frankie Cock, Frank, Frankie Crocker was um, a giant. Um, and Wendy had beef with him. <laughs> she, she aired him out on the radio in New York one time. Um, Speak of beef and airing out, mm-hmm. did you hear her go after um, the judge, Judge Mathis? No. Oh, she went after Judge Mathis and he clapped back. (laughs) It was was fantastic. I'm looking for it right now. Yeah. Uh, More more recently, Dionne Warwick clapped that. Like, keep my my name out your mouth. (laughs) That's Dionne Warwick. I mean, you know, you can't do it. Was it Joe Brown or was it Judge Mathis? It was one of them judges. Yeah. No, it was Judge Mathis. Yeah, she's yeah. I, oh, another Wendy exclusive or initial. I remember back when the R. Kelly tapes started leaking. 
And she told a story of how someone brought her a copy um, and they were they watched it riding around in a van in New York City <laughs> so she wouldn't be stationary watching child porn or allegedly child porn. But she and then she went on the air and described what she saw on several days. It's a couple of different tapes and one that's the, the, the one that like initially it was just kind of tongue in cheek because you couldn't tell how she again how Wendy Williams explained it. You wasn't sure how these the girls look young, but you couldn't tell if they were under 18 or not. Right. You, they were, you know, they just looked like young women, right? Until the video of him allegedly um, urinating on that girl. Um, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's the one where, where the, the temperature changed and when these pre- presentation about completely changed she was crying and it was all types you know she was yeah anyway shout out to Wendy Williams I found I found the the, a clip of the audio they were on radio she came at him on radio and he went back at her um it's long so I'm not gonna play it I'll link to it below so you guys can check it out but she thought he was finna come on she was just gonna come at him and he was gonna sit there and and be like you know Kind of keeping his tongue because he didn't want to lose his gig or whatever. Mm. No. <laughs> he was like, you want to get real? Let's get real. And just went in. Um, yeah. And then, oh, and then, of course, there's the um, the infamous Whitney Houston. You got uh, audio playing. I do? Oh, sorry. I said, of course, there's the, the, the infamous um, Whitney Houston audio um i would play it but i'll just we'll just put a link up that that one also because whitney lived in jersey so she could hear i can i can hear you <laughs> i i hear you talking about me i i, I know you there it doesn't help that uh whitney sounded like she might have been high at the time but that's all. and you know as polished as whitney was whitney was a hood chick Oh yeah, <laughs> Whitney was a hood chick. The polish was a was a you know was just for the public to see. <laughs> she get hood on your. She ass. was a Jersey girl for real. So uh, anyway, we wrap that. What about the so? Um, there are two things that I, I want to touch on. Okay. Uh, one is Miss Chloe. Oh, I think Chloe Bailey. Yes. You, have you have you seen that that video? Yes. Let's well, let's, let's share this with our viewing audience. <laughs> let's see if we can pull this up here. Yeah. So we it just, starts from the beginning. We just, we just talked about her the other week too. So I guess this is the uh, dirty old man portion of the show, um, folks. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> Kudos to her for her lighting. Oh, yeah. Early in the mornings when I All right. So we got to stop there because uh, YouTube is probably already nicked us for playing that much of a, a record. Yeah. 
But so here's the thing. So I, I did a little bit of reading up because I, I am unfamiliar with Chloe and, and Haley, I think is her sister's name. They're in a group. Mm-hmm. They've always had a combined Instagram. Okay. And okay. recently they decided for whatever reason, nobody really knows what the reason is. I'm sure they know, obviously, but for whatever reason, they decided to separate them. I mean, I, well, uh, I can understand why, because, you know, although they're sisters and they are a group, at some point you don't want to be joined at the hip all the time. Fair I enough. It. I get right? it. Well, it feels like it's probably some civil sibling rivalry hmm. or a sibling competition to see who could get to a million or more faster. Well, one Miss Chloe <laughs> broke the internet. What was that? Two weeks ago <laughs> by doing the, the, that, whatever that challenge bust is, it. the, the, the drop bust, it challenge or whatever. Let's bust it. Made me, made me feel like a dirty old man. Um, <laughs> I felt wrong for, for looking at that, that video. So she hit a million. Her sister has hit 620 some odd thousand. But as a thank you to her fans, she, she put up the video that we just saw. Yeah. Thank you. I, it feel real thirsty. Uh, <laughs> it just feel real thirsty like you're doing too much little girl it's called a thirst trap and yes it is I mean <sighs> like I mean no no hold on I'm I, let's uh, okay I don't think she's doing anything differently than other girls her age have done not at all she's not not doing anything differently at all but I mean you get shit like this yeah. You yeah. get shit like this. I mean I mean, come on now, let's be real. Sex sells. But it just feels uh, I I guess I'm to 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 quote from one Mr. DC Glenn, mm-hmm. the brain supreme of tag team, I turned into an old nigga real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I just I guess I'm an old nigga now, right? Because I I just feel like Come on, little girl, stop. She's a grown woman. She's a grown woman. She is a grown woman, but goddamn if she don't look like a little girl to me. Listen, listen. I I I, I told a story on the show about uh, uh you know, old friend of mine that um in, in her college years went through what she herself described as a whole phase. Listen, apparently that's a thing. And I'm not saying that's what she's doing or but it kind of may resemble it a little bit but in any case she's discovering her womanly um uh what's uh, powers or whatever i don't know what to call it but you know feminine powers of seduction there it is <laughs> look I, I, god bless her do, you know it's entertainment it is what it is you do what you do you grow your fan base yeah. sure fine Whatever it's a business, and I mean, at some uh, at some point, she may do some. You know, she may end up doing mo- some modeling as well. You know, what I mean, if she hasn't already done it, you know, what I mean, I just if she were younger, if she were sixteen, hell yeah, that's no, that's inappropriate. If I were her daddy, mm-hmm. if I were her daddy, I would say, baby girl, stand on your talent and your abilities, not your booty. 
power of daddy. That's what I would say. And I, so I looked through the, some of the comments mm-hmm. on that video. And I don't know how old the women were who were commenting, actresses and different people. You go, girl. I wish they would say the same thing to her. Like, you are a beautiful girl. No doubt about it. But they're looking at it as empowerment and holding, you know what I'm saying? And I get to show you what I want you to see. But you don't get to control what the reaction is to it. Exactly. You don't get to control the type of attention that you get from it. This is true. I know you would like to. I know you would like to stick your ass out and your boobs out and then say, well, I, you need to respect me as a, a talented thinking individual. Listen, I, I ain't what you showed me. You showed me your ass. Listen, I, I, I understand it from both sides of the of the coin, right? There's the side of, yeah, stand on your talents. Don't show your, you, you ain't got to show your ass, really. You know what I mean? But at the same time, hey, listen, um, it's a competitive, it's a competitive, Competitive market here. I, she got some ass to show. Hey, it's gonna help sell some records. Okay, here we go. But <laughs> people, women go through the same thing that are not entertainers. Just putting on a form-fitting dress. You know what I mean? Fair. And the the type of attention, even if it's not really revealing, the type of attention and comments and you know. Uh, 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 wolf whistles and all types of shit that they get just from wearing a form fit. You know what I'm saying? Anything. So you know, I, listen. All right. You can't control people's reactions. Obviously, you can only control what you can control. And she's in control of it. Now, I, to your I, to your point, to your point, what I what I want my daughter, if you know what I'm saying, to do something like that. Nah. I I um I agree niece, with you. My, however, you know I, it, <laughs> I'm just saying I wouldn't. You know, I would say the same thing, but then I will also go. Hey, you know, if if they're of age, you're grown. You make your own decisions. Be careful and make sure people understand. You know, you people understand what you want them to understand about you. I was gonna make a ti joke there, but uh, I'm I'm not. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that alone. Um, no, I, I, I agree with you, dude. I do. Um, you know, and I think I made the point several shows ago, you know, once they grow up and become grown people, they can do whatever they want. And it's nothing you can really do about it. This is true. Um, some women do get wolf whistles and cat calls, no matter what they wear or whatever. Mm-hmm. But let's be careful not to throw the garbage behavior individuals in with the rest of the individuals, right? So they're, they're a group of men who are going to cat call and whistle a woman in a burlap sack with her drawers on her head and, and paint on her face. Like it don't matter. They go, (laughs) they go cat call and whistle. Um, But then there are a group of men who, who won't unless that's what's presented to them. Right? So if, if you show up and you present sex as this is the first point of contact with me as an individual, this is what I am giving you to understand me as a human being and a dude cat calls and whistles at you for that. You can't be mad at that because that's the type of intent attention that you're inviting. In fact, it was a comedian said, um, uh, if you don't want to be thought of as a whole, don't wear the outfit. Chris Who was that? Was that Chris Rock? Chris it was something Rock. like that. Chris Rock, right? Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. 
I hope she doesn't get a bunch of negative attention because this. I hope that people um, still look at her and, and take her for her talent and don't minimize her as a, as an individual, as a human being. But based on what I've seen, that minimization is soon to follow. Listen, it's one of the best to ever do it. Janet Jackson didn't start off naked, right? As she got older, <laughs> the older she got, the more she took off. <laughs> right. And, but even even then, we never saw her in a bikini. Right. She No, and it, it didn't feel thirsty with Janet. Right. It 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 felt empowering with Janet. It felt like Janet was discovering her feminine sexuality and, and expressing it. It felt like that. Right. It didn't right. feel hoish. Yeah. I mean, the other thing, it just, you know. And then you look at like a brandy. Brandy had an amazing career. I don't think you can find a picture of Brandy in a bikini or anything like that. Well, Brandy ain't had no body. She ain't had no ass for a long time. So (laughs) she ain't had nothing to show. Sorry, Brandy. I'm just saying (laughs) you can't show what you ain't got. So there's that. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) She had this amazing voice. Um, and that's what she had to work (laughs) with. I feel so bad for her now. <laughs> but mama, I want to show my booty. You ain't got no booty. You ain't babe. got no booty, girl. Just work with what you got. You got a, God bless you with a voice. Put on that cute hat and call it a day. Right. Meanwhile, Ashanti. Okay, never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> well, I mean, some people got to compensate for the lack of talent. I, I, just- I, she was talented. Ashanti is talented. She is a great performer. Good looking woman. Um, and even she didn't dress. Even she wasn't naked in her videos. I I honestly don't remember. I remember she was beautiful. I remember I liked some of her songs, but yeah, yeah I, she, you know, I, okay. I won't I, I, let me substitute Ashanti for Cassie. Even Cassie still kept her clothes on. So I'm just saying. Yeah, and Cassie can't sing. I don't care what you do. <laughs> I don't care what you do. That's why she had two records. <laughs> <laughs> Not two albums, two records. Two records. <laughs> two records and a powerful boyfriend. Right. Didn't she date Diddy or something? I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. There was a whole lot of things that just rushed into my brain. And I'm like, I don't want Diddy mad at me. Listen, he knew she couldn't say, <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> you think he didn't know she couldn't sing? <laughs> I don't want Diddy mad at me. We might we might try to get on Revolt one day. So <laughs> I, I'm not, that's not saying anything about Diddy. That's just saying his amazing um, his amazing talent to uh, 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 to to shine uh, to to make an artist shine, regardless of their ability of their abilities. Mm. I'm talking about the jokes that are happening in my head that I'm not letting out of my mouth. (laughs) God. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. (laughs) By the way, did you, did you catch the subtle shine jab? Any case, moving on. (laughs) Oh, I did. That's, I was just like, "Mm, mm." (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. We sh- we surely could talk about this night and day. Yeah. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
<laughs> I must be dreaming if I uh, see, see, if see. I think I could tell some of these jokes and not get in trouble. That's funny. See, <laughs> see. People are going to be Googling. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is he talking about? They're going to be Googling, trying to figure it out. I'm not going to say. So let's just move on. Mm. Let's move on to another powerful music mogul, Rick Ross. Oh, so they're accusing Rick Ross of colorism. Oh, yeah. Um, from something that happened five years ago. Yeah, because there's video of it. <laughs> <laughs> this video of it and 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 the uh it, it certainly looks that way um, so i have the video i want to run the video but let's set it up okay so rick ross was a judge on a vh1 competition called signed mm-hmm. and basically Singers, rappers, they come in. It's like American Idol, but for singers and rappers. Rick Ross was a judge. Uh, the Dream was a judge. Um, who else? And Lenny S., a, a music executive. Mm-hmm. So in the clip, there are two sisters singing. One sings at one time, one sings at another time. They both use a Rick Ross track, the music. Correct. I think they put their own lyrics and own melodies or whatever to those tracks. Right. One sister was selected and the other one wasn't selected. So I'm going to leave it there because anything else will sway your decision or sway your thought process about what happened in, uh, in this video. So let's share, make sure the sound is shared. Let's go full screen on this. Let's roll that video. Take that video. Future bright, shorty. Your future bright. <laughs> the music was bright. Smartest move of my life. <laughs> I knew the song Boss Vibes that I did was going to get Ross's attention because I went to his past and I redid something and I put my own little twist to it and he liked it. My whole goal of this whole competition is to be the first lady of MMG. That's that's what I want. I can look this good and I can get a lot of attention, <laughs> but I use my valedictorian mind skills and. I make sure I take care of my business. Me and another person have. I've never heard that word used that way before, by the way. Other beats you guys say. Oh, oh, Kaya. Kaya. So y'all be able to hear the difference in R&B and hip hop. Oh, shots fired. Oh, shots fired. Kaya and I, we had the same beat. I wasn't trying to be mean or catty or anything. I just had to put it out there because I had to save myself. Kaya, you better deliver, Kaya. I believe in you, Kaya. I think it was her performance, her vocal. Yo, yo, yo. That wasn't the best platform for your voice. 
Nope. You have a, a unique voice. And Brit did sound better than yours. They like mine's best. All right. Okay. Okay. So, nice. face value, light skin chick went up first, sings the song. She's showing a lot more tail and cleavage and all that good stuff. And she has the beat, and then she threw that shot up. Oh, somebody else got the same beat, but you hear the difference. She's already planted. You know, she's playing chess with them. Um, yes. The other sister comes up and sings the song. I think the song was, I think her performance, vocal performance was better. But I don't think the song was as strong as the first sister that went up. So on, you don't so think on, so? No, I don't think so. I don't. I, I think her her vocal performance was way better. She had way better vocals. I don't think. I'm not sure that the song was, uh, uh, you know, what I mean, as. I don't think. The, I'm not sure if the song was as strong. I would have to hear more of the song just to, to, to really. But from the clips that I heard, the the first chick was wasn't a just something whatever it was. She, she, her singing over top of the track. She didn't sound as good as the track, but I think I think the way the, the arrangement of it might have been a little better. Her performance of it though sucked. She sounded terrible. The dark skin sister yeah. sounded way better. So for the other say it's not that wasn't the best. I mean I don't know. That's why. But just right. looking at it off of face value, they chose the light skin chick over the dark skin chick. So, I think the first chick's name was just Brittany or something like that. Okay. She sounded like she was out of breath. She was out of key. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel like the song was that strong. Honestly, I didn't feel like either one of the songs was that strong. Right. But um, I didn't feel like the song was that strong. She, I, I don't really... You like, know, if, if she auditioned for me with that, mm-hmm. I would have mm-hmm. said, thank you, have a nice day. You, I, w- I wouldn't have... You know what else I think it is too. Again, to uh, to the first sister's um, credit, she played on his ego because she put references to Rick Ross in it, like you know, because he calls himself the boss or whatever. So she has a line inferring boss in the lyrics of it. You know what I'm saying? So she played chess and played on his ego to get him excited about oh yeah this is and then the other sister who now she kind of beat her to the I think really she just beat her to the punch um <laughs> now I I think you said it 100% right when you said get him excited mm-hmm. I in no way he could have listened to both of them sing and thought that the the that the what is her name uh Kaya Kaya yeah was worse than Britney. Right. But Britney, the way she was dressed, the way she put it out there, mm-hmm. she got him excited. Yeah. The other yeah. chick did not get him excited. And let me say this for the record. I think Kaya looked better. Mm-hmm. I think she was a prettier girl. Yeah. I think she was a much prettier girl. I think she was a prettier girl and a, and a much better singer. Now, do I think this was colorism? Nope. No. Don't think it was colorism at all. You don't think no. all that plays into it, though. Nope. The fact that okay, the fact that just listening to the song, you can't tell mm-hmm. who's who, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the visuals, the I mean, I got like I said, what's it was uh, Britneyism? Just Britney? Mm-hmm. Calling it, calling him out, and you know, and the way she performed it was a little more appeasing than Kaya. 
You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I don't know. I could see, honestly, I could see where, how it looks and go, yeah, it, it does kind of look kind of, it does look like you overlooked the Darskin system because, just because. You know what I mean? Where people could make that assumption. Um, or, or the fact that he wasn't even open to look at her because of what he's already saw. Oh God! Does he own any television channels? Or anything that we might one day want to get on? Ross. Yeah. I mean, if we want to get in Wingstop, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Look, here's what I think, and I'll just be real with it. I think he looked at the first chick and felt like he could probably smash easier. I think that's what it was about. I don't think it was about her complexion at all. I think people got that wrong. I think he got the decision wrong. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, like I said, the other chick is much, I think she's prettier and more talented. Uh, but I don't think that's what he was thinking about or looking at. And I don't, I, now I will say this. I do agree with him that her voice isn't for that song. Okay. She needed, she needed Diane Warren level writing and production. She has that kind of voice. She's got like that Whitney Houston a big Range. voice yeah. and, and to put it on that type of record. I'm like, okay. I mean, that's easy for her. So I would like, I mean, I would have loved to hear her do something bigger that fit her voice. So I do kind of agree with him on that, that that probably wasn't the best use of her voice, you, you, but I don't agree with him that the other chick did it better. Like, you, no. you know, I, I think the issue is that, race is so ingrained you know what i'm saying it's 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 under it's underlying it's under the skin of everything no yeah. no, no pun intended but so even on a even on a subconscious level he may have gone with the light skin chick just cuz and not really realize that's what he's doing even if that's the case, though, that's difficult to prove without him speaking what happens in his subconscious or what. First, he would have to first he would have to um, analyze the operation of his mind when making those decisions. Then he would have to be honest with the world about the operation of his mind when making those decisions. And then people could say definitively that's colorism. But everything else is just an assumption based on what you think. Mm. Right. Because you see color that way, you're assuming he sees color that way. And I don't mean you specifically. I I mean, you inclusive of all individuals who would say that it's colorism. But, you know, because you you view it that way, you're viewing. You're viewing his viewing. How he looks through his lens, you're looking at him and putting him through your lens. So you're assigning to him behavior that you have yourself. I didn't see colorism. If I just saw it, and the only reason I even consider colorism is because other people assign that to it. If I had just seen that clip standalone, I would have said he's a goddamn poor judge of talent. But I would have never said he was, you know, some borderline like black racist type shit. It's <laughs> like you suck at picking talent. Yeah, I mean, again, I think. Race is a part of everything, even if we don't admit it. 
You know what I mean? And even on a, like I, like I said, even on the subconscious, I mean, the same, the, the same argument is made when cops interact with us and white folks. Same situation where I'm, I could be speeding, get pulled over, get a ticket where someone else, a, a, a white person, same age or whatever case, same car, speeding, get pulled over and get a warning. And you wondered, you know, what the what was the underlying? What was the difference? If we have the same, if we have the same exact temperament, have completely different experiences because of what's under the skin. But it's impossible. And I, I don't disagree with you, but just playing devil's advocate and looking at it from the other side and really kind of putting myself in those shoes. I was as you were saying it, I was like, huh. Someone could easily look at me and say, you treat the dark skinned people at your job better than the light skinned people. How do I defend that? Mm. Right. If I say, no, I don't. This person just sucks a bag of dicks and this person doesn't. If, if they don't have, if they don't have, if they're not privy to the the whole picture, all they see is that one little part and they make a judgment call on that one little part, which makes sense if they see that, right? right. So if I say, no, well, no, that's that's not the case. They believe what they think they saw. How do I defend that? How do I defend the operation of my mind that no one is privy to but me? All I can tell you is, well, that's not true. That wasn't my motivation. That wasn't a motivation behind this person getting a raise and this person not, or, you know, this person getting some type of favorable treatment and this person not. Right. It's, it's, a, I, you know, on some level, I feel bad for people who have to defend that shit. Cause it's like, Oh, you know, now that said, if we look at the full breadth of your interaction with people mm-hmm. and more times than not, it shows up that there is favoritism to one group over the other group, then you have enough empirical evidence at that point to say, dude, whether you think you're doing it or you don't think you're doing it, something going on where you favor this group over the other, because we can lay out your behavior and show you over time. But the internet got all over him from one clip of him making a bad damn decision about who can sing better. Eh. I'd be curious to know that he signed either one of them. I'd be curious to know if he smashed just Britney. If he just smashed just Britney. <laughs> that, was, that was the name of it. Just smash. And if uh, he, if, if she used her valedictorian mindset, I wasn't even, I wasn't even going to touch it. I wasn't <laughs> but even, he did. I'm sure. I wasn't even going, I wasn't even going to go there. Um, because then, because they're in line, there, there also is a uh, <laughs> um, a saying amongst black folks about light skinned people. Light skinned people are, are, you know, can uh, you, you ever heard the term "you acting light skin"? No, <laughs> I've not heard that term. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. It's a heart attack. I've never oh, heard that. Oh my goodness, that's that's a thing. The colorism that that is a thing. Where light skin, you know, some some light skin people are are treated like, you know, the airheads, or, or, or thought to be, you know, like blondes. The you know, Jesus. yeah, you acting real light skin right now. That's what that means. Yeah, 
That's just goddamn awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, oh, the, or, or my sons would do that. They, they would do when they would take selfies. They do their quote unquote light skin pose, and it's always a, a weird looking <laughs> raised eye gaze into the camera. Your, so. your children are of you, sir. <laughs> hey, listen, I've dealt with some pretty dense light skin folks, so I, you know, my experience. <laughs> Not all of them. There's one that comes to mind that worked okay. with me on a show. I won't say her name. But, ooh. You acting light-skinned? If, if you acting light-skinned was a person? Lord. So, so Out of mercy. names and events in this story are changed to protect the guilty. Okay. And me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was someone that I worked with some time ago. In the galaxy far, uh, far away. I'm not even going to say gender of this person. Okay. This person was a light skinned black person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not saying this for every light-skinned black person. I'm not, don't hit me with the all police and every police. I know it's not all or everybody. Let me say that right off the top. <laughs> this particular individual behaved in a manner where you could tell, and I'm, I'm speaking of the full breadth of my experience with this person, not one or two instances. You could tell two things. One, they definitely had an issue with authority. Mm-hmm. And two, they benefited from a level of privilege because of their complexion. Mm. They they didn't want to learn. They didn't want to work hard. They worked very hard at trying to get other people to do their work. Okay. And this person was a little bit advanced in age. And I could tell this has been your experience, your entire career that you're fairly attractive you're and and people did things for you now that shit didn't work on me right so (laughs) so i spent most of my time calling them to the mat on shit so i've never heard that term but i think i understand the term and yes they were a little kind of um all of the lights were on, but nobody was at home. <laughs> it's a goddamn few sandwiches shy of a picnic, if you know what I mean. Uh, I get it. I changed that up pretty good. Hopefully, I won't get in a lot of trouble for that. Good job. Hopefully, it's a few people sitting back going, is he talking about me? <laughs> if it's at least at least five of you who think that I'm talking about you. You need to get your shit together. First off, that's just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and secondly, I did my job well. As they say, hurt dog a holler. Oh. <laughs> um, speaking of hurt dog, um, I'm going to call my wife and check and see if she choked anybody. Um, <laughs> as we wrap up this segment, uh, this episode, we appreciate you all. Hang on, real quick. Mm-hmm. Let's do two quick updates, and then we'll completely wrap. Bet. One. 
Dr. Dre is still recovering. Oh, um, do I need to get the, music, get the music out for this one? I'm sorry. I just... No, no, no. We don't, we don't need the music. It's because it has nothing to do with his wife. I, I, I like playing the young and the loveless. Okay. All right. Fine. 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 Well, I mean, it, it, it is a lack of love. So, yes, you can play the music. There you go. <laughs> he just likes the song. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, he is recovering. Um, by all accounts, he's doing pretty well. Um, him and his daddy done fell out. Oh man, that's that's young versus young. Yep. <laughs> Damn. Mister Theodore Young has come out and said, "We ain't got no relationship." Dre, I ain't talked to Dre since his granddaddy died. Wow. And and I'm just imagining that's what his daddy sounds like, but I'm sure he <laughs> probably doesn't. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but yes, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's a, Dre it, it, had no comment, but yeah, Daddy is like, yeah, that dude don't talk to me. My other sons talk to me, um, and he doesn't. But Dre wasn't raised by his father. Dre was raised by his grandmother. So, by his grandmother. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, listen, we. Uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel this pain. As a father, like if if I don't call my kids, my kids will never call me. That like, it's just I call them; they're excited to hear from me. They talk. My daughter, nah, 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 she will not stop. She just has a bunch of stuff to say. She unloads. They love me. I love them. But if I don't pick up the phone and call them, I will not hear from my children. <laughs> and, and that is a thing they won't get out until probably thirty. <laughs> I don't know. Like that's a. That's a it th- is what it is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daddy yeah, is yeah. a thankless job. Oh man! And Tyrese probably feels like husband is a thankless job because mm. he' about to not be one. Uh, <laughs> we we mentioned uh, was a couple of weeks ago that uh, he and his wife are getting divorced. I think she filed. Uh, she's asking for twenty thousand dollars a month in Say child support. What? He's like. <laughs> Tyrese is like, that's too much goddamn money. Right. Uh, 20000 a month? 20000 a month in child support. That ain't, that ain't we ain't even, even heard about alimony yet because yeah. you know she's going to hit him for alimony. Yeah, he's going he gonna to have to do, he's going to have to do Fast and Furious uh, 10 through 50. <laughs> it's going to just be Tyrese. <laughs> <laughs> Them dudes going to be 75. It ain't going to be fast and furious. It's going to be old and slow. <laughs> They're going to have tricked out wheelchairs. He'll be mildly upset. <laughs> <laughs> Not fast and furious. This shit is mildly upset. <laughs> kind of antankerous. <laughs> Sluggish and grumpy. Just That'll grumpy. be a... Uh... Right, right. Uh, but yeah, she's going after him 20 grand a month in child support. He's not super happy about that, but he is convinced that he's going to get his wife back. So on Kirk Franklin, on Kirk Franklin and his wife's 25th anniversary. Yeah. Tyrese posted like commented on a post that they made. Uh, talking about here, here was the post. Happy, happy anniversary, magic, magic, and more magic. Dear Samantha, this was supposed to be us. Remember the Franklins was our marriage goals. Smiling, smiling. I'm going to get her back. Watch me, I think. Shout out to him for putting it out there. (laughs) 
say what you want, say what your intentions are. Shout out to him. But, ooh. Ooh, boy. <laughs> um, okay. I don't think that works. No, I, I mean. I don't think that will work. Especially, it, it, I mean. Fact, I think the more he does it, the less you'll want to get back with him. Probably. Um, we don't know the reason why they're getting a divorce. Um, uh, well. I, I, I want to say I heard allegedly that he was uh, unfaithful. Allegedly. I haven't heard that. Was I, I think that was, you know. I wouldn't be super surprised, but I haven't heard that. Um, I'm not saying he was. Not saying he wasn't. Uh, uh, the I'm going to get you back thing. I don't know. If that's that's a. I, don't, I wouldn't do it. I'm, I'm sorry. I wouldn't do it. I could feel that way, but I ain't putting it out in the public. Not no. It it should be a private thing. Look, yeah. kudos to him for wanting his wife back, wanting to keep his marriage together, wanting to keep his family together. Mm-hmm. I think more people should do that, right? I don't yes. an argument because it, it was like they had a three hour. What he revealed was they had some three hour, what he calls it, an intense conversation. It was probably a kick down argument, yelling argument. Um, well, if you ain't know the bitch, why she got your number? <laughs> You don't give nobody your number. Why she got it? <laughs> no, baby. No, baby. I gave her Roman's number. Mm-hmm. She was interested in Roman. Mm-hmm. See, I'm Tyrese. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the look on my face right here. There's a there's a joke fire. There was a joke. Cocked and ready. Ain't gonna do it. Uh, but they had that argument. She called the cops on him. Ooh. He left the house because, you know, what he says is multiple public incidents involving police brutality and racially motivated killings of unarmed African-American people is why he left the house. No, I get it. I, I, get I ain't it. mad at it. Right. Yeah, no, yeah I, I would have left too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You call the cops. Right, I'm Y'all out. got to find me to kill me. Right. Got to catch me. <laughs> I'm still fast and furious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fast and scared, goddammit. <laughs> fast and scared shitless. Let me get the fuck on. <laughs> oh. uh, so that that was, you know, the the public stuff. Uh he was accused of locking his wife and his daughter out of their house mm-hmm. in Atlanta. And that probably she was like, oh. Oh, you ain't gonna let me in the house? How about I'm gonna take that goddamn house? I'm gonna take your goddamn money. I'm gonna take your goddamn daughter, and I'm gonna take your goddamn peace of mind. Hear these divorce papers. Mm. So, kudos to him for trying to keep his family together, man. But now, is this the same woman he had the daughter, he had his daughter with? Like, this has been going on for a while. Then, if that's the case, because that was what he was crying about. They were in court some years ago. I think it's the same woman. I'm not sure. So, and, I know that she filed in September of 2020, and it just came out a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. The, I just want my baby uh, outburst that he had. I won't play the clip. I'm just, I'm just saying that's that. That was a couple of years ago. Please play the clip. Oh <laughs> you, you, 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I just want my baby. <laughs> See, I wasn't going to do it I wasn't going to do it But shit, since we here I just want my baby The trail off at the end is Okay <sighs> Oh god damn that's so funny. I just want my baby. Oh shit. <laughs> it's funny now, but I you know people were concerned when that when that was going on, people was really concerned about the brother. Like he, you know, he had a full-on <laughs> breakdown in front of everybody on camera and he did it to himself. Look, uh, you know. I I laugh because I think the placement of the clip in the Animaniacs, the, the oh, juxtaposition oh, of the seriousness of that situation with the silliness of the Animaniacs is just goddamn hilarious to me. Oh, I like things that, that are put together that way. That shit funny. Now, that said, I understand his pain because I had my kids taken away from me. So I feel his pain yeah. in his situation, but the shit is still funny. Guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just still yeah. funny. Um, wish him luck. Let's see how it turns out. We, I think we already know he's <laughs> not gonna really work out too good. I mean, who knows? Maybe she'll have a change of heart and go. You know what? You weren't that bad. Keep the bitches down to three, <laughs> and um, maybe we can have a. You know, we have a deal here. <laughs> you can you can have all the women you want, but they gotta be fours or less. Right. You can't have no fives to tens. I bet that would stop every dude in the world from cheating. <laughs> Be like, what? No, no, it wait, wait a minute. You see me? I can have you. I can have any box I want as long as they ugly. Fine. Put some shades on. <laughs> wait. Hey, listen, listen, baby. Hey, listen, 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 listen. Let me tell you. My, my wife said it's okay, but you got to put this paper bag over your face. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's gonna be all right. Did you wear protection? No, she did. Paper bag. That's the <laughs> dudes would be trying to do attractive math. Like, oh, I had a threesome with two fours, so that was an eight. <laughs> it don't count. It don't count. <laughs> I had four ones. <laughs> I had four ones. That was that was it. That was it. You know. <laughs> I was about to say I would do 10 ones and then I was like no I wouldn't <laughs> no I wouldn't nope wouldn't do that all right no, 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 I think no, we no. can wrap now yes yeah, uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm I, you know you get to the point like it's start ramping up and I know the next few jokes is going to be <laughs> over the line because I've been kind of pushing it and kind of staying trying to dance away from it a little bit but the more shit we talk, it's like you got a best. I gotta get. I gotta go over a little harder than the next, and then the next one go. See, I'm. I'm gonna just stop. So, hey, folks, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Make sure you subscribe and tell a friend. Um, follow us on all socials at Unpoppin Show. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, and um, 
hit the subscribe button, hit the um, the the like button, hit the uh, the notification button, and um, help us uh, grow this community of uh, unpopping individuals. The, the un- unpopping community. The, the unpopping mindset. What is that? You may say. Um, I once told a joke. Um, I asked my wife, uh, "How do you keep a wife in suspense?" Well, I'll tell you tomorrow. Peace. Peace.